Thought Bubble Audio. Hi, welcome to Supergirl TV Talk. Whoa, are there a myriad of us? What's Whoa. going on here? I'm Frank, this is Tim, this is the podcast where we talk about the hit CBS show Supergirl. Hey there. Hey, how's it going? Good, man. How are you? You almost introduced me for a second time. I saw it on your face. You were like, <laughs> Actually, no, no, I really didn't. <laughs> you like pointed at me and you're like, you talk now. <laughs> you speak. Yeah. Hi, my name is Myriad. Oh. I am a myriad of things. You are. We are. We are a legion and we are here. Mm. Um, we have so much to talk about. It has been far too long, Master Kenobi, since last we spoke on this particular program um i I just saw you in the kitchen yeah (laughs) (laughs) we literally just stopped talking yeah and we hit record we we hit the button and then we started again have you forgotten i did i did i wouldn't drink oh man you drink your water um i want to read some emails from uh from our friends and fans listeners across the internet um thank you so much for emailing us here at supergirl tv talk at gmail.com first one actually um goes back a couple of uh, episodes. This one goes. Uh, this is Larry Tang uh, emailed us again, um, going back <clears throat> two episodes. Last week, Timmy might recall, or last episode, I should say, we made reference to how in the previous show, um, it seemed like they weren't using the DEO wasn't using kryptonite, you know, bullets and, and things against yeah. Kara. Mm-hmm. And Larry wrote in um, and said, FYI, they were using kryptonite guns and bullets. If you rewatch the the mags on the guns were um, green as the Gun flares. This is you know two episodes ago, um, but uh, you, know you read that last time, right? But no, I didn't. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't. No, I definitely didn't. Mm-hmm. No way. Yeah. No way. Really? Yeah, you did. No. Yeah. I mean, no it's always way. nice to hear from him. But <laughs> Are you sure? I thought I um, thought for sure we didn't get it in tone. Positive. All right. Cool. <laughs> cool. Do you say so? I mean, do you want to go back and check? No, I believe you. I'm just. I mean, I feel I feel a fool. <laughs> Of a toque, but I just... <laughs> you can't make that joke. You don't like Lord of the Rings. I really don't. <laughs> cool. Fun. Awesome. First email comes from... <laughs> I want to check. Pause the damn thing. Or check the time. So, yeah, thanks, uh, thanks, Larry, for clearing that up. Um... They were in this episode too. They were. They were. They were. They were more pronounced this episode. They they definitely were more pronounced this time around. Mm -hmm. Yep. But always good to hear from Larry. Um, All right. Another email from Craig. Uh, Not only was this the best episode, of course, now talking about Supergirl meets the Flash, world's finest. Not only was this the best episode of Supergirl to date, it was also the best superhero crossover beating out both Arrow Flash co- crossover events and Batman v Superman. Wow. The only thing that I and didn't every like... every Marvel movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the only thing that I didn't like was when the crowd of onlookers saved Supergirl. That felt a bit too cheesy, especially the dialogue. Uh, apparently, Barry's visit to Earth-S, that's what I'm calling it, uh, will be addressed on the next episode of The Flash as well. Spoiler, it was not. <laughs> not not really, no. Yeah. No. Um, but, uh, you yeah, know, thanks for playing. Uh, then we got one from Susan. Hey guys, am I the only one who thinks that Cat definitely knows Kara is Supergirl, despite Jean pretending to be Supergirl in Blood Bonds? Great episode. Flash and Supergirl both share such a positive attitude. It's so much fun to watch. Can't wait for the rest of the season to finally find out what nonsense non has. <laughs> and she put like non in all caps. Yeah, non has planned and hoping yes. for a season two. And that's my new best friend. Get out of the way, Frank. Susan is your yes. new best Susan's friend. My new best friend. Well, I won't stand in your way. Susan gets me. Yes, that's all yes, I'm saying. Uh, and finally, this email from Jason. 
Okay, Jen just want, uh, wanted my uh, you wanted my thoughts. Well, here they come. Um, if uh, he says, I've been pretty hard. Don't threaten us, Jason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been pretty hard on the crossover episodes in these reviews that I've been uh, posting. Uh, I went so far as to call the Adam Flash episode All Star Team Up the worst episode of the series. Um, uh, this wasn't a true crossover, of course, but I think it definitely worked way better um, than any of the Arrow Flash Legends uh, crossovers so far. Thought they brought just enough Flash in to be fun, maintained a Supergirl story that uh, was what I liked. Lastly, just a personal taste thing with the two types of superhero crossovers. The, there's the first fight versus the friends first, right? Mm-hmm. We talked about that delineation. Um, I think I prefer the first fight a little bit more. When all said and done, very good episode of Supergirl and the best DC TV crossover thus far. Thank you, Jason. Um, lots to digest in, in all of these. I think Susan uh, makes a interesting point here. Am I the only one who thinks that Kat definitely knows Kara is Supergirl despite Jean pretending to be her? Um, I don't I don't think I'm with you on that. <laughs> um, I think, especially after some dialogue we had in this uh, most recent episode, yeah. um, I, I feel like... Kat's the kind of person she's going to call it yeah yeah exactly like she she thought she thought it at first she was smart enough to figure it out at first um and then i think that jean showing up nipped that in the yeah i would kind of take Kryptonian bud yeah i would take it at face value i think she is uh if she were still if she still had serious suspicions i think we would be seeing that um you know of course anything can happen and they could decide like all right what if this whole time she has actually known um like it's already happened but I think I think that uh, I think that she is she's fooled for now mm-hmm. for now yeah for now for now fool you um, that's that's all we got for emails this week thank you so much to everyone for emailing us um, over at Supergirl TV Talk at gmail dot com always love hearing from you guys uh, each and every week and we always look forward to the uh, the follow up. Um, from one week to the next. Uh, listen, before we dive into our recap, got to talk about something really awesome, and that is Supergirl.tv. They're friends of ours, and they are doing great, great work. Um, as we draw, the season draws to a close. Hard to believe, but season one of Supergirl is almost finished, and Supergirl.tv is a great source for all of the news, all of the reviews, all the spoilers, um, all the set photos, all the preview clips of, of the upcoming uh, finale episode, um, everything that you could possibly want from a fan site, appearances from, of the cast um, all over television, um, great, great things that uh, you can really, really count on them for. Great coverage by fans, for fans. It's a labor of love, no ads, um, great community to hang out and, and talk to other Supergirl fans in as well. And uh, I got to say, really, if you're into the spoilers, like the spoilers page, it's it's tucked away where you won't see spoilers on the front page. Uh, but if you want that spoilers page, there are some great things over there um, and some great, great uh, resources just everywhere. So um, check them out. Follow them on, on Twitter at Supergirl TV site. And uh, when you do, tell me you heard about them from us. Uh, thanks very much to Supergirl.tv for sponsoring Supergirl TV Talk this whole first season of Supergirl. Much appreciated, guys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, into the little red book we go. Into the little red book. So last into time, the little red book. Into, into 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 the little red book. So last time we were hanging out here and talking about Supergirl. Um, yeah, it was here. Wasn't it was it? here. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Two weeks ago. Uh, I'm in my home. Oh. So the uh, last time uh, we had a James and Kara kiss, and then all of a sudden, Myriad happened. Yeah. And that's where we pick it up. <laughs> Got out of that one. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you, if I had to kiss a beautiful woman, that would be horrible. Yeah. Terrible. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
said what you tell your tell your fiance every time you see her. If I had to kiss a beautiful woman, it would be terrible. Mm. Luckily, I have you. Oh, Oh, I shouldn't listen to this. It's okay. Well, she is a beautiful woman, so she doesn't. Yeah, that's right. She doesn't have to worry about listening to this. What, honey? This is going to be the one episode that she's like. I ran out of podcast, so I listened to you guys, and now I hate you. And now we're not getting married. Yeah, it's all Tim's fault. Well. Probably. <laughs> somehow. Yeah. Somehow. It's poor me. Um, so this episode, it starts out in the DEO, you mm-hmm. know, being DEO-y. Yeah. You know, and everybody's everybody's walking in super great formation. You know, when they're myriad, they, they, t- they take tight corners. They're impeccable. In, in groups of four. They don't break yeah. ranks. They're just. Yeah. They're yeah. good. And, uh, and the Kryptonians are like, yo, we should release everybody except for the White Martian. Nobody, nobody wants, wants that. that. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> none. It's like that's not good for anybody. That, nobody wants that. That's like when, that's like uh, in the. This is going to be a little bit deep, but Ooh. in the Dark Knight Rises novelization. <laughs> oh, I know, okay, I know, nerd. Hey, hey, books are for nerds. But so I listened to the audio version. There you no, go, J.K. I read it. Um, <laughs> there's a, um, there's a scene in which they're breaking all like. The Bane's gang is breaking all of the prisoners out of Arkham sure, and okay. Blackade and yeah, yeah. whatever else. And they're like, what should we do with this guy, hey, the Joker? And Bane's like, nah, leave him in there. We don't want that trouble. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and that's like the in-book, in-script originally, you know, reason mm-hmm, for why the mm-hmm. Joker was never released or why you don't oh, see okay. him in Dark Knight Rises at all or anything like that. But it's like flat out. That's all the first thing I yeah, thought of. It was like, like mm-hmm. nobody will, nah. No. No. Better not. And they spent the money for us to see the White Martian, which I thought was great. Yes, I know. Yeah, exactly. That could be a good cover-up for not wanting to spend the money on the effect. But nope. Yeah. Nope. We saw, but we did not get to play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we do get to see somebody else that made more of a cameo appearance than I expected. Yeah, because we had heard that she was going to be... Well, who is the she? Tell us about about her. Maxima. Maxima. Queen of Almorak. Maxima. Um, yeah, she made more of an appearance in Smallville than she... Ding! There's a Smallville mention for the week. Yeah, there you um, go. <laughs> take a drink. I'll take a drink. There you go. Thank you. Um, um, I'll, I'll put some money in the Smallville jar. She's actually a, from Action Comics 645, 1989. Her first appearance. George Perez, Perez and Roger Stern. She's that recent a character, huh? 89, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Huh. I first knew her from the animated series. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought she went back. For some reason, I had this idea she went back to like the seventies. But she has cool. that flavor. Like, yeah, she does. Come to you. come to new world. Declare I need a a mate a to mate, make yeah. Superman. That is very. But it is pre eighties now that I think about it. it is. Too. Yeah, but I I, I, I for sure thought she was pre crisis. So oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's post, interesting. Post crisis. Um, yeah, so Maxima, um, I, I kind of, I've always kind of liked Maxima, not like a favorite by any stretch, but she's kind of fun. Yeah, she's kind of a fun, uh, you know, like, she's strong, she's strong willed and spirited and mm-hmm. physically, physically and all the strong things. All the strong I'm, I use words. Yeah. I'm a wordsmith. Well, words are hard. You know, but I took the day off, so oh, my words okay. aren't working today. Okay, so you're Word Jones. Yeah. Okay. Word Jones. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah, Maxima, um, she is the queen of the planet Almorak. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, the queen. Yeah, the queen. She is the queen, and she needs, yeah, she's she, the she's her king. Um, and she wanted Superman to be her king, but he was like, "Hell no!" 
I only got one woman in my life, and it's Lana. No, it's Lois. No, it's Wonder Woman. No, so I have several women in my life. And you're not, but any you're of not them. one of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's Mom. It's, it's Martha. Martha. It's, it's Lori Lamaris. No, Why did you say Martha? <laughs> Why did you say that name? <laughs> it's Martha. Martha is the only woman in his life. Oh. Um, yeah. So, uh, I, I, but it was a very pretty much a cameo. Yeah, like you said, and I expected it to be. We had heard she was going to be in it. If you were reading spoilers, oh, Maximus coming. I thought it would be a bigger, you know, Supergirl versus Maxima showdown, but I, she took her down. There was a Superman reference, and I wonder. So there's a bit of Superman in this episode. Yeah, a couple times, um, a couple references, and we haven't heard about Superman in quite a while. Yeah, that's true. And so I wonder, just out of mere, I wonder if Maxima. It, to, to remind you that Superman is in this world, mm. and so you know, like here's this character that is distinctly pulled to Superman, and you know, blah blah blah. Let's even to even further remind you that Superman fights things off world, which we get mention of, yep, and you know, yep, like yep, yep. I, I mean, it's like seems like a lot of setup to go and like t- design a costume and you know hire an actor and blah blah blah. That to me seems weird. Like I don't know if you. That's not how. That's sure. Not, that's okay. not how. You know, yeah. that's not how the system works yeah. generally. Um, but you could have not had her at all or pulled somebody from previous episodes, you know, somebody to come back for Supergirl to be like, sure. oh, we'll fight you now. Um, sure. So why choose a new character? Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like we probably will see her again. Yeah, you think so? I, I, I thought she looked awesome. I thought she looked awesome. And I don't, yeah. like you said, I don't think they would do that, go to the expense and the effort of bringing in this well-known character just to kind of throw her away mm. like that. So I, I have enough faith in the team that I think that we will see her again at some point. Um, and they may not even know when that's going to be yet, but I feel like they're probably reserving the right to bring her back. I mean, I think anyone's fair game, you know? Yeah, I think anyone's that's true. Anyone's fair game. We've already seen a few, you know, re- repeat appearances, mm-hmm. you know? So I, I think it is possible we'll see her again. Yeah, their fight was great. Super cool choreography, mm-hmm. um, the the banter, the slow the woody, motion, the slow motion was so cool, and mm-hmm. that big like, oh, like that that I don't even know that big like just chop that big like pound that Kara, like, I have no words, I don't know words for fighting. It's called um, punching, Frank. No, 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 no. But when she like, I know jumps I know exactly up and like thrashes her. Of. Yeah, um, that was a pretty that was a pretty awesome yeah. move, and the banter, Kara's banter was a little Spider Man ish. And I don't mean that in a bad way at all. I, I like, kind of loved it. Like, uh, can you give me an example? Um, where she was just like, "I wanted to make your cousin my my mate, uh, whatever." She was like, "Gross." gross. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was Ew, gross. Yeah, yeah, that is it is kind of Spider Man. Yeah, it was a little, yeah. a little bit. You know what I mean? A, a hint of it, a hint of it. Just the witty, um, irreverent banter. Irreverent banter. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a good way. But that is that is Spider Man. Yeah, a, yeah. But it's supposed to be Spider Man. Yeah. Here's your change. Yeah. <laughs> no. Shut up. Shut up, Toby Maguire, Spider-Man. Oh, Shut up. No, just kidding. That's a different podcast. Yeah, it is. Um, uh, so I may mention this uh, when you read the email, but we it's very distinct kryptonite bullets that getting that yeah. get fired. Yeah. Is it weird to kind of watch like green bullets or whatever go whizzing by the screen and to not want them to be laser sounds? Oh, <laughs> because they're firing in their regular I, gun know, sounds. I never really thought about that. And That's like, kind of funny. I know what they are, and they're yeah. bullets, and in, you know, and kryptonite's encased in them, and all that stuff, and that all makes sense, and it's well and fine, and that's how I want it, and they should make gun sounds. But when I see like a bright green glow come out of a gun, you I kind of want to go. Pew, pew, pew. Yeah. yeah, that's kind of funny. I had not thought about. I'm that. just conditioned to 
think for that sound. Are there green blasters in Star Wars? They all red. Yeah, no, they're green. Do the, the rebels use green? The rebels use green. sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, I want to say like on uh, on maybe on the, the tail on the ten to the four. Really? No, yeah. they have red. Mm. That's another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Just a lot of other podcasts on this show. <laughs> it's a beer with geeks topic. <laughs> Oh, what now, color now we, is your blaster? Now we just have to watch Star Wars. Mm, I guess we'll have oh, to. What a shame. Mm. Um, For us. So, do you, okay, so she, there's a countdown to release all the prisoners yes. and like all this stuff, and she punches the computer to make Which it Which is stop. how you, you know. How you stop computers. Of course. Right. Yeah. But it, like to me in this world of like the, in the digital age where it's not all hardwired and yeah. stuff. Does punching the computer stop that anymore? No, it shouldn't. But the, but it's TV. But it does. Okay. <laughs> it, it also shouldn't like when you're looking at a screen. It shouldn't project the screen on your face. But we still see that in like hmm, good procedure yeah. all the time. You know what I mean? Good point. So, like, That's an excellent point. Also, enhance is not a thing in CIS. But you know, whatever. <laughs> enhance, enhance. There are no more pixels. There's only so, so many, many pixels. pixels. You can it's, only do so much. It is basic screen science. Like, come There's on. There's only so many pixels. Just put a magnifying glass in front of the screen. <laughs> that will honestly do a better job. Yeah. Enhance. Enhance. <laughs> so I love it, though. This was the enhance. Yeah. You, you have to buy in and say, okay. No, I, will, I bought in. Like, it, I will it, believe. It doesn't occur to me. In, these things I, don't occur to me until afterwards. Yeah. Now, these things occur to me while I'm watching, but I instantly ignore them. I'm yeah. like, whatever. It's a flying girl. It's fine. Yeah. I don't... It, Punch the computer. That's yeah. what I want. Like yeah. it should always stop at one. It looked cool. Yeah, it it's looked. Like the, for, it will always stop at one. That's right. Correct. It's like the Great Every Galaxy Quest. It's the Great Galaxy Quest thing where they push exactly. the button and it's still counting down. Yes. Like oh my god, we're gonna die, and yes. it stops at one because it always stops. Yes, at one. It that's does. a great gag. Um, so that's fine. I'm all right with it. Uh, Did you hear Sam Rockwell in a recent interview where he said that they were very close to making the Galaxy Quest? Yeah, you know it's weird. That, it's weird that I remember when that was announced. Me too, and no one else seems to remember that. Yeah, everyone was like, "There was going to be a what?" And I was like, what, "Where was were you when that about. was announced?" Yeah. I remember that, but but it got very close to, to happening, and then Tim Allen pulled out. Yeah. Um, also, Alan Rickman died. All yes, but but yeah. Tim Allen pulled out before Alan Rickman died. Oh, yeah. okay, I missed that. Yeah, I just heard Alan Rickman, he was, and I got sad and weepy. Yeah. Yeah. Um so so um Supergirl goes to the Fortress of Solitude. Right. And Kellex is all like, I can't help you here because, you know, it's against my programming and then Supergirl's like, Well, if you just watch Batman v Superman, you just say that you're supposed to tell the robot whatever it needs to hear and it'll just do it. Like like Lex Lex was able to get what he needed. So if I just pull that with you, will you just do what I say? And Kellex is still like, nah. Isn't she's like, you'll we- fail your programming. And he's like, oh, well, I want to do that. All right, fine. But isn't that the way with like all Superman things? Like when, <laughs> yeah. when like, Lex twice <laughs> goes dude. to the Fortress yeah. of Solitude, they're like, oh, you must be my son, right. Kal-El, right, right. because you're in the Fortress of Solitude. <laughs> no one else could get here. That's, yeah. air, that's, that's security that's, by obscurity. Yeah, right, exactly. Exactly. Much like my home. No, just Whoa, kidding. Yeah, here in our bunker. Yep. Uh, pod bunker. Yeah, so so she's like, Kellex, you'll fail your programming if you don't. You'll you'll fail your prime directive. The prime directive, which is the thing that keeps Superman alive and after his fight with Doomsday. And it's also the thing that you can't, you know, in Star Trek, where you can't you can't give uh, old or, or backwards cultures, uh, unadvanced cultures, advanced technology. That's, that's right. That's the prime directive. Right. Because Jean-Luc Picard just does whatever he's just like, yeah, okay, that, that's more of a suggestion than that's, a rule. That's more of a guideline than an actual rule. I'm going to do my own thing, but, you know, we're cool, Starfleet. We're cool. Yeah, because I'm Jean-Luc Picard. 
Captain Jean-Luc Picard, USS mm-hmm. Enterprise. Captain. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. I love that video. It's going to be in your head now. I'm yep, sorry. It is. <laughs> That's my bad. Um, I like that we got the giant statue. We still got the giant statues of um, Jor-El and yeah. Lara mm-hmm. in the... And we saw that the last time, yeah, we right? Did. We yeah, did. Yeah. I we did. did for there. whatever reason, it didn't click with me last night when we, I saw we it. We talked about it. You know, I remember afterwards, but I was so excited to oh. see it last night. I just maybe I'm just going to get excited to see it every time. You know what? Getting excited is not a bad thing. Yeah, because going into the fortress is one thing. It's like we've been to the Batcave or we've been sure. to the fort. Like I've, it's exciting and whatever else. But when you show me a new part of it, yeah, that's exciting. Like Batman v Superman showed me the Robin suit, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, or you know, uh, um, Supergirl showed me the Dwarf Star key and it showed yes. me Kellex yes, and it yes. showed me the giant statues holding up Krypton. Love it all. So, love it all. Yeah, so far, I love. I love winning. them holding yeah. up the globe. Yeah, for sure. Great. Great. Um. So she has looked for Superman, and she's like, "Can't find him anywhere." Mm-hmm. I've looked for like two minutes. Do you know how long it took me to search this planet? Like two hours. <laughs> two hours. <laughs> you know? well, and, and he's off world. He's off world. He's off world, and he's. What do you think he's doing? It's going to be like a sleepover with our feet up on the bed, like twitting back and forth. What do you think he's doing like, right now? <laughs> you think he's thinking about me? Yeah. Um, I uh, don't know. He's off uh, fighting. He's on War World. I was going to say War World, because why not? Because he's fighting Mongol. He's fighting Mongol. Because Mongol's great. He's in Mongol's uh, Coliseum of Amusement. And uh, he's on Warworld. That's yeah. what's happening. Cool. Sure. Okay, but yeah. he got out of that real fast. He got uh, he got back and like I, I pictured him like flying flying into the atmosphere and like still being in the upper, upper atmosphere and like texting her and being like on my way. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey Siri, tell Car I'm on my way. And Siri's like, I did not understand you. There's yeah. no air in space. Yeah, exactly. You can't talk to me. Um, can we talk about Max Lord for a second? Uh, sure. I mean, have we not gotten there yet? I thought we already. No. I've got really. To- got stuff okay okay then let's i thought that okay yeah, yeah i'm with you i'm with you let's let's go with your uh let's follow let's obey the little red book yeah i've got stuff okay All right, let's do so it. we find out what myriad is yes and it's mind control and i was writing down okay this is how tired i was while watching this oh, episode no. last night tech designed to force people to make to think like her and i was like there's probably a word for that and then, and then Carl was like, my control. And I was like, yeah. That's the word. Thank you. That's the word. <laughs> yep. That's why lines like that are in there <laughs> for audience members like me like who that. are very tired <laughs> and couldn't think of mind control. <laughs> um, it's like she's controlling their minds. Yeah. What would you call all that? Huh. Uh, so, um, but we found out that she made it. And Astra made it. Astra made mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Sorry. I'm just using. That's okay. Pronouns. Pronouns. Um, she uh, Astra made it, and they used it on Argo City. Yeah, have we have we known about that no. before? No, I want to know that story. Me too. Obviously, I that's what gets them sent to the Phantom Zone. Yes, you know, for yes. that's what gets them sent to Fort Ross. No question. Crimes against Kryptonity. That was a tough word. Mm-hmm. Kryptonity. Krypton. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> made it i gotta drink more of this water all right cool. yeah. <laughs> um so that's all well and fine sure we also get a midvale name drop oh you're right we did stand, sorry that's okay um um that is 
Wait now, Midvale. Wait, I know that reference, but I can't place it right now. Mm-hmm. Midvale is that? That's not a an old Supergirl reference, is it? Midvale is located. Uh, it is the suburbs on the outskirts of Metropolis. Oh, okay. Um, I could probably tell you more things about it. I totally missed that. I totally missed that. Um, but that's a cool. That's a cool. That's a cool pull. I like that. Oh, you know what Midvale is? No, it's in my. It's where Kara's rocket originally landed in the original. In the original. That's what I. I was. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Is it like an old Supergirl thing? Yep. Okay, so it lands right outside Metropolis in the original. Uh, well, that's where, where the Danvers yeah, originally lived. Where they find her, okay. Uh, back in 1957. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Cool. It's like, I was blanking, but yeah, that's where, that's cool, right? That. Yeah, really. Good pull. There's a couple of those in here. Yeah, um, yeah. So, so that we we cut to that bus scene, right? Yes. So wherever they're looking, the the the, the agents are looking for um, Alex and Jean. Yes. And um, Jean is the kid, which uh-huh. is great. Which I knew like right away, and was and Alex looks fantastic she, in a blonde wig. Yeah, she does. It, it suits she her. Looks, she looks fabulous. Yeah, yeah. It's a good look for her. Mm-hmm. It is a great look for yeah. her. Yeah, she's like a. She looks like a like a movie star with the big glasses and the right? hair and right. Yeah. yeah. Whitney Frost. Hmm. Wrong universe, but yeah. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong everything. Time, everything is universe, wrong. <laughs> all of it. All of it. So, Kara, Wrong secret organization. Just everything. Right. Um, so, Kara calls General Lane from a phone, right? And mm-hmm, she's like, mm-hmm. yo, I'm trying, I'm like, uh, trying to stop things. And like, we haven't worked well before. But, you know, like, we got to work together now and stuff. And he's like, yeah, well, I quarantine the city. So, do what you want. Um, <laughs> thank you. So helpful. Suddenly, I trust you. Yes. Well, I mean, when when left with little options, understandable. However, whose phone did she call from? Yo, wasn't she in the yo? Was she? No, she was in. She was in Cat Grant's. She was in Cat's office. Really? Yeah. Oh. Because that's when Cat. That's when Cat comes in oh. immediately after. So. Whose phone is she calling from? Her Supergirl that, phone? That, hey, does she have a phone that with well, Sam Lane's number programmed to it? Because otherwise she's calling from Kara's phone. Yeah, I don't know. You know, that's and then a, he's just going to be like, oh, hey. That's an excellent question. Yeah. That's an excellent, excellent question. Um, hmm. I'm going to have to ponder that one for a while. Yeah, I knew you will. So anyway, so Kat comes in and says hysterical things. Oh, my God, yes. Um, a lot of hysterical things. Yes. Um, so many possible quote, quote of the week candidates. It was ridiculous. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we get, this is quite possibly the best part of the episode, but there were a lot of great parts, But so this wasn't the best one. But it was the, I texted you during this, it was the Superman fake out. <laughs> he's coming. Here he comes. And he's on the ground. And he's part of Myriad. And he's part of Myriad. No. And that was genius. Yes. Because... Maybe non fans wouldn't wonder why isn't Superman coming to help. Oh, but certainly, fans of non, you mean? Yes, indeed. <laughs> um, and so wondering why why isn't Superman coming? Like, right. if Kryptonians are attacking and doing things, it's only right, right for Superman to show not up. Not even just non. I mean, not even just people who aren't fans, but like, you know, it's it's a reasonable question. Like, where, okay, at some point he's going to come and want to help out, right? Like when right. things get escalated to a certain point. Like if it's. You know, if it's quiet in Metropolis, yeah, and and he's just like, well, I might as well sit on the couch and turns on the TV and sees that like, you know, National City quarantine, everyone under mind control he's by Kryptonians. He's like, nah, I'm sure she's got this. If it's Livewire, yeah. he's gonna be like, yeah, she can deal with it. 
But like, if the whole city is under is under Don't control, no. But I'm I saying you, I know what he knows mean. what you can handle. But if it's the whole city under control, then he's like, all right, I'm gonna step in for this one. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna step in. Um, so it, it's a reasonable thing to ask. What I don't, what I didn't quite understand, maybe they explained it and I missed it. Why is he affected by it, but no other Kryptonian is? Um, because he was, because he was raised on Earth when his, I, I got this, I, it, it, it's flubby, but I got it. So when he's raised on, he's raised on Earth and your brain, even Kryptonians, because they're humanoids, arguably their brain is developing to a certain process, right? Mm-hmm. So not, not every, not every wave and cortex is formed the way that it it is when you're an adult as you are when you're when you're a baby okay so because he was raised by humans you know then his brain formed to that wave standard and not to a kryptonian one like i said like i told you it's flubby it's a reach yeah i don't know if i subscribe to that it is kind of a reason. Well, it doesn't matter if you do or not, because that's the reason. Is it the reason they gave us? Yeah, that's exactly the reason. I can read my notes if you want. Well, who said it? I, I, I missed it. I totally missed it. Uh, you know, I didn't write who said it. I okay. think it's it was either I think it's non actually because okay. that's what non. It's either non or max. Okay. And they said raised on Earth, brainwaves developed like a human. That's okay. So it's the it's it's kind of a stretch, I gotta say. But yeah, but but if that's the reason, it's the reason. <laughs> Um, so, okay, so Superman's down. Um, all the other Kryptonians are like, ha-ha, see you, Kal-El. Um, so he's just one of the, one of the rank and file now. Mm-hmm. Is this when Max came in? No. Seriously? No. <laughs> I keep thinking, ah, that's when Max, okay, no. No, and it is, I'm just kidding. Oh. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Messing with me. Um, it is, uh, because they're like, you know, you know, Cat gets, you know, why aren't you, you know, why aren't you being controlled? He's like, oh, I got the little earpiece mm-hmm. and, you know, because I'm a genius and Max Lord and <laughs> stuff like that. And, oh, I made those little earrings for her, you know, and, you know, she, this shows great in them and, you know, like, because I'm Max Lord, all that stuff. The, I, go ahead. The interplay between Max and Cat this week I thought was interesting. It was more, there was more sexual tension than there has been before. Yeah, I noticed that. Yes. It makes me wonder. Remember, I had that theory a while back that Max is the father of her mm-hmm. younger son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it still makes me. It makes sense because he's super smart, and super they're both smart. super smart. And they they seem to have uh, an attraction for one another. Well, they're both very pretty people. They are. Yeah. So I don't know. I still I'm still working on that in the back of my mind. Um, that maybe maybe just maybe. Maxwell Lord is the father of Kat's younger son. You never know. I have here in my notes, it says bad guy team up. Do you know what I'm referring to? I'm bad assuming. Non and Max? I'm assuming. Well, Non doesn't team up with Max. No, that's what I'm, but, I, uh, but I'm assuming yeah. maybe it's Max teaming up with. I'm assuming it's Max teaming up with Kara and Cat or Supergirl and Cat. Max teaming up with Kara and Cat. How's that a bad guy team up? A I bad don't guy teaming know. up with a good guy? I guess so. Wait, do you really not remember what you meant? And you no, want me to I, try to, oh. yeah, I, li- I, I, I literally don't know. I thought know. you wanted me to guess. Like, like, yeah, I don't guess know. Guess what like, I meant. I oh. don't know. I don't know. Decipher this. My own notes. I'm very uh, sleepy. Decipher. That's really funny. Yeah. Um, I'm going to guess you meant like bad guy teaming up with good guys. I'm going to say that you are correct. Yeah. I'm going to say that you're correct. Um, because all in this time, I find that Nan is making some valid points. Right? 
So I could go on a T-shirt, right? Non. Non. Non Non is making some sense. Non is making some sense. Yes. Yes. Well, at that exact moment, James come out and says, our minds are no longer filled with nonsense. And I yes, and literally I like, threw my hands up in the air. Yeah, it, was like, it was like a football. Like, I did. I was, I was like, like yes, touchdown. Yes. Sports. 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 Football. Sorry. It could be super annoying. Yeah. <laughs> that was going in and out of my ears. Um, they're going to hear it in mono. That's not as fun <laughs> the way that I heard nope. it. Um yeah, he said nonsense, and I was happy, and then I just kind of stopped listening, because I was just kind of like, rewind, <laughs> well, I rewound it a few times, hear him say nonsense a few times while Non was in the room, and I was like, nobody's reacting to this. Come on, guys. This is, he, Myriad James set you up. Yeah. And none of you took this bait. I'm happy it was there. Yeah, me too. Me too. I was happy with that. Yeah. Not as happy as I was that I called the Martian Manhunter, but pretty happy. <laughs> Still pretty pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Pretty good with myself. Um. So non makes some valid points, though, you know, that like, you know, he, it's typical, you know, humanity destroys itself mm-hmm. and if everyone's working together, there's no, you know, racial indiscrimination or sexual sure, discrimination sure. or anything like that. Everyone is equal and good and like working together for the common good. And when you say it like that, it's like, yeah, it all sounds sounds pretty great. He got rid of crime in a single day, that whole thing. Right. Yeah. So from his point, it is all pretty good from his point of view the jedi are evil you know <laughs> well only kryptonians speak in absolutes oh. yeah um actually that could be true um it might be so but so national city is basically what they said a think tank where everyone is working towards this common yeah this common good putting all of their energy into trying to solve something the world's problems the world's just the world's problems. i mean it's it's essentially you're harnessing the combined the combined brain power of the entire city, and you're you're combining it into one very very powerful force. Right. You, know, you can do all this thinking that that one individual couldn't do on their own. Of course. Um. You know the whole problem where none of these people—it's against their will and all of that. You know, seems to not be a problem for non. Um. Because I guess to him they're not really people or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um. You know, there's there's the good sounding parts of it, but overall it's like yeah, but you like basically kidnapped all these people and forced them into this like mental slavery for you Mm -hmm. you know so it's like also extremely not has no quarrel with a boot yeah Yeah. or a boot has no quarrel quarrel. with an ant yes i assume it's both ways Mm -hmm. you know and um lying loki Loki is here to take away freedom you know lying to you would be like lying to a mollusk there's no point wow wow you know what? That's a moo point. It's like a cow's, cow's opinion. opinion. Doesn't matter. It's moo. <laughs> yes, it's moo. <laughs> Have we been podcasting for too long, or did that just make sense? <laughs> <laughs> I think it all came full yeah. circle, actually. Um, I made a small reference. You made a friend's reference. We're all good. Yeah, everybody's happy. <laughs> um, so, um, so this is when James and uh, Wynn decide to kind of speak up, you know, and they're like, you know, blah, 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 the, the, the think tank and the blah, blah, blah. Sure. We're going to jump off this ledge now. And nobody was surprised that Kelly didn't get saved. Poor Kelly. I mean, we had grown to love her over 19 episodes and then just 
yanked away from us. By 19 episodes, do you mean 19 seconds is of that, this Did I episode? say episodes? Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, I meant, yeah. <laughs> I meant who the hell is Kelly? Yeah. yeah. That's what I meant. <laughs> they even, she even had a name. I wonder if there was anybody that was like, no, oh, and no. James and Wynn and Kelly. Oh, my God. I was like, who the hell is Kelly? Oh, wow. Kelly is the red shirt. Got yeah. it. Yeah, right. Yeah. And literally, so, her shirt was red by the end. Of was it? No. Oh, no. <laughs> by the end. Womp, womp. womp. Oh, but it this this reminded me of it's like classic you know classic Green Goblin. We are who we choose to be now. Choose absolutely yeah. yes, one hundred percent. Yeah. The, so last week the, we had we had the city being like you, you know you pick on Superman, you, you mess with Superman, you uh, Spider Man, you mess with one of us, you mess with all of us. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's just Superman, that scene. Whoever playing in reverse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. It's just the, the, that's in the entire yeah. series. <laughs> you mess with one of us, you mess with all of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that. And now it's you must choose the Boy Scouts in a tram or uh-huh. the or Mary Jane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the Joker making Batman choose of who's gonna who, who's gonna get blown up. Well, he doesn't really make. Well, he makes the choose. people he choose. He makes the yeah. people choose. But you know what I mean? Like it's it's the you know who's gonna who's gonna die, who's gonna die, and the hero. Trick question. None of them, because I'm Batman, because I'm Supergirl. Swear to me, I will not. Okay, because I'm Supergirl. I'll meet you for coffee. See you later. Dad. Bye. Bye. Okay. Bye. Okay. <laughs> no, you hang up. So, Mrs. Danvers. <laughs> <laughs> yes. whose name first name I could not remember this whole episode until the end Jeremiah and I can't remember her Eliza her, Eliza Eliza and Jeremiah it's Ellen Slater yeah it's our friend Ellen Slater like, yeah well, the whole but the whole episode I was writing Mrs. Danvers <laughs> Mrs. No, Danvers her first name is Mrs. her first name is Mrs. that's right because we are gentlemen who and her daughter's first name is Agent that's right Um. so she has a couple of tender moments with Jean where he kind of, you know, he kind of breaks down. No, I didn't kill your husband. He was one of the best men I've ever known for three minutes. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah. Still, it's television. But at the same time, it's television. Yeah. So, like, you have time. Yeah. But you don't have time. Yeah, yeah. It's this weird paradigm that it you're kind of stuck in. It is. Yes, it is. It's true. Yeah. It's true. But it was a fun, like, we're, it was really geeking out over the science. Of that like, was my what about favorite. the enzymes and the proteins and the how do you recover from the, yeah, this Yeah, so once she gets over that, she's like, okay, yeah, you're an alien, you're from Mars, and you're a little green and blah, blah, blah. That's that's great. You didn't kill my husband. All is well and good. But then she, So yeah. tell me about how this works. How does a shape-shifting thing actually I happen? love that she was nerding out about it, and he's just like, mm, like, daughter likes yeah, like, like, mother, like, mother, daughter. like daughter. Yeah. And she's like, oh, well, you know, I look good as a blonde, too. Yeah. 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 Um, true. So Max has this plan uh, to set off a kryptonite bomb mm-hmm. uh, full of the kryptonite dust that he stole from Batman and, and Batman <laughs> and Superman, yes. and it'll it'll irradiate the city for about thirty thirty years fifty years. 50 years. Um, well, if kryptonite dust, so no Kryptonian could enter if they survive, which mm-hmm. they won't. Mm-hmm. But it will also kill eight percent of the population. Mm-hmm. But there are four million people living in national cities, so it's going to kill three hundred thousand. Um, civilians mm-hmm. um and so this is a real sophie's choice yeah yeah or it's like that know what this is like it's like if you ever take a philosophy class and it's the train exercise where there's like people tied up on the track okay. but there's also people there's people healthy people tied up on the track and there are people who are dying um inside uh uh, inside the train, inside the train okay. and the levers broke and you can only turn one way or the other and you're either gonna you know like one whatever the either the innocent people are gonna die and the healthy the sick people will get to the hospital or 
the innocent people will live yeah. and the sick people will die. Yeah, I messed that up a little bit. There's but not, I get the You know what I'm yeah. talking about. Yep. People yep. know what I'm talking about and don't talk about it. And if not, you don't know what I'm talking about. But what else is new? Um, that's kind of what this is like. But from an outsider's perspective, what is the obvious answer? Secret option number three. The needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few or the one. Spock. Wow. No, um, I don't know. Uh, yeah, this is a uh, this is definitely a moral quandary, uh, and definitely, yeah, it's like a philosophical. It's like a you know Socrates, Plato type question um, of what is the what is the morally just thing to do in this situation. Um, it, it is a lot heavier than anything we've seen her um, face so far, at least from like a sort of philosophical uh, you know morality mm-hmm. standpoint before. So we we also get. Maxwell Lord's backstory fleshed out a bit, right? Because yes. he, you know, we know that his parents died from getting exposed to this, you know, their hazmat suits didn't work and blah, 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 and all this stuff, but from the government. And, and but we learned that he warned them and nothing yes, happened. And they didn't, they didn't act on it. And didn't so act on it. he couldn't save, he couldn't save them. So to this, um, this Maxwell Lord to me is a bit. Batman meets Lex Luthor equals Maxwell Lord. Mm, you know, mm-hmm. a bit like I couldn't save my parents. Yes. So I became an evil mad scientist. Yep. You know, yep. that you know, that's that's yeah. about as close he's as he's got he's got is, you know, issues to work out and he's got some vengeance, mm-hmm. uh, a streak of vengeance that he's trying to he's dealing with. Yeah, 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 yeah. I definitely think that that yeah, that's a valid, very valid point. It's got mm-hmm. it's a little bit of both of their origins blended together. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Cool. cool observation. I like cool. it. Cool. Well, you're welcome. Oh yeah. Speaking of Maxwell Lord, yeah. do we have a nice sponsor? Oh, look at that. Look at that segue. Uh we do have a very nice sponsor. Um in stock trades. I like comic books. You like comic books. I have been told these things. Yes. I'm quite keen on comic books. And I must say There's a lot of alliteration in that mm-hmm, sentence. Exactly. Uh InStockTrades.com and DCBService.com are great, great places to get comic books on the internet because you can get them delivered right to your door. You know, whether you read them every week, I got to read the, the the newest issues of all my favorite monthly comics or whether it's something where, oh, you know, I like to catch up and wait for trade and, and then read. Um, you can get them at DCB service if you want the the, the single issues. You can get them on InStock Trades if you want the collected editions. Um, it's that simple. They're great, great places. And uh, you can get a comic book physical you know get the pleasure of reading it in your hand a physical object and and get it right right to your home um i always like to recommend a book and this is one that tim and i have both read this um this is a uh, legendary story probably the most famous story that involves maxwell lord honestly at at this point this is what he's best Uh, remembered for i think so um so Fair or not fair, it is yeah. definitely what he's remembered for. Yeah, so it's called Superman's Sacrifice, and this this book has sold I don't know how many copies. It was a huge, huge bestseller. Um, it's by Greg Rucka, Mark Verheiden, Gail Simone, all all pitched in on this. Um, different sourcing, different issues from uh, different titles that were happening at the time. Artists include Ed Bynes, Tony Daniel, and John Byrne. That's right. Um, he's got some some of DC's top talent ever um, working on this book, Superman Sacrifice. Uh, it leads into the Infinite Crisis event that happened a few years back. One of my favorite crossovers. Um, a few years back. Yeah, I know. 11 years back. I know. 
eleven. Nuts. That's so nuts. Yep. <laughs> oh my god. Um, but it it uh, it leads into that, and it uh, it tells a story. I don't. Should we spoil it? I don't know. No, there's a very pivotal. No. There's a very no, pivotal not. moment. Yeah. I won't spoil it. It's a very pivotal moment between Superman and and Wonder Woman and Maxwell Lord that sets up huge, huge, there are huge ripples uh, throughout the rest of I'm gonna the read. Universe. I'm going to read the back of the book. Okay, yeah, I that sounds it. good. Um, the Man of Steel has been taken over by Maxwell Lord, um, who is mind-controlling him, which is why we picked this one, because Maxwell Lord and mind-control. Mind um, the sinister leader behind Checkmate in one of the main causes of the troubles facing Earth's metahuman community. Superman is forced to hallucinate, believing Brainiac, Darkseid, and Ruin are threatening his loved ones, when in actuality... It's he who's causing the rampant destruction that nearly kills Batman. So actually in this book, you get Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. So if you're a Batman v Superman fan, um, that's got that going for you. Mm -hmm. Or if you're not, that also has that going for you. <laughs> um, and um, it's got Maxwell Lord mind controlling people. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. you got a lot going for you. And yeah. you got Superman falling for the mind control again here. Um, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, and, and if you haven't read this book, the ending will shock you. Um, I will. I will guarantee you that. Spoilers. Nope. Spoilers. Nope. I'm just saying there's a twist you will not see coming. Um, oh, it's the elongated man. He's twisting. Yep, that's it. He's doing. So twists. normally this book would be 14.99, which would be a fair price considering it's 200 pages of comics. But you can get it for 45 percent off. It's eight dollars and twenty four cents. Oh, nice. I whenever we read these and it's and it's a book that I own I'm like why didn't I wait yeah why did I buy this ten years ago at full price uh, but yeah this is an awesome awesome deal I'm, I'm one of my favorite stories uh, truthfully so uh, Superman sacrifice pick it up for eight twenty four on InStockTrades.com if you like to read your comics digitally that's okay because you can get them every week uh, by going through DCBService.com go through their little portal and you'll get five percent back. And every purchase, and you can go ahead and spend that money on your uh, on your future purchases there. Um, so it's uh, the gift just keeps on giving. Comics uh, begetting more comics. So thanks so much to InStockTrades.com and DCB Service, as in Discount Comic Book Service.com for sponsoring Supergirl TV Talk. Mm -hmm. We got a couple of name city name drops oh, do. from non, you know, because it's the classic. First, we'll take over National City. Then we'll take over Metropolis. Then we'll take out Opal City. Then we'll take out Central City. Then Washington, D.C. And then I say, one of these things is not like <laughs> the other. <laughs> Where is Bloodhaven? Um, um, yeah, man. Yeah, so Metropolis is Superman. Yes. Central City is The Flash. Yep. Opal, Opal City, City is Starman. Mm -hmm. um, and Washington, D.C. is POTUS. <laughs> so... <laughs> Super Protest. Yeah. So yeah. that's just weird. I, I get Uncle why. Sam? I, <laughs> I get why you said DC. Of course. But I, uh, but it's like three fake cities in a real one. A real one. one. Yeah. Sounded weird to me. Yeah, it did. But obviously the writers or someone somewhere on the show, they're a fan of Starman because Opal, Opal City, City. I think it's Berlanti. It might actually, or it, it could be Christberg because Opal City shows up um, on. Arrow, Flash, and now Supergirl. There's Opal City references in a bunch of different mm. places. So maybe there's Starman coming. Mm, that'd be so, fun. That'd be really fun. Yeah, Starman's a great book. Could um, recommend that one I, day. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That'd be good. Um, I definitely... So I, I didn't even care about the DC weird you know, thing not fitting mm -hmm. in because... Um, 
immediately Indigo is like, you sound like a cheap politician. <laughs> she's not wrong. She's right. I mean, she's it's, not wrong. It sounds like it sounds like any you know speech where it's like, we're going to go from this city, that city, and then we're going to go to the White House. You know, like did you um, <laughs> did you also catch how Canadian her Canadian accent come out? I love Laura Vandervoort. Like I I love Laura Vandervoort. They were, cr- her, they were crying out. Yeah, they were crying out. They were crying out. They were crying out to I somebody, and I was like, well. oh. Yeah, Canadian, eh? Yeah. Oh, uh, Canada. Yeah. I uh I didn't mind it. It was just it didn't at all. Yeah. But it was it was just real it was fun. there. It just I rewound it a few times and I, I was like, Did I hear that right? Yeah. Because it, I mean the between between like all CW shows are filmed in Vancouver. Yes. And so so uh, so there's a and so there's a lot of TV passing between Vancouver and LA. Yes, and so which means there's a lot of Canadian actors moving in sure. between yes. uh, Vancouver and LA. So that's fine. Like who cares? That's great. Um, but the oot like yeah, absolutely it was, it was like it yeah. drew my eye and it took me right out. Just one more pass. One more. Uh, yeah, just give it one more. <laughs> just give it one more. Um, it was funny though. So we get a classic. Cat and Supergirl heart to heart too, you know, where she's like, "I think that S means hope." <laughs> Something just tells me that on your planet, that's what it means. That's what that means, mm. and of course it does. Yes. Do you like that the S stands for hope? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, fine. I've never had a problem with it. No. 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 I just it feels like crammed in. Like, do you need to say it? You know what I mean? Apparently they felt they did. I don't think that they do. El Mayara. But obviously Cat is a fan of Man of Steel is what I wrote. She's yeah, like, yeah. Obviously. I, you know, I saw this movie about Superman one time, oh, you know, your this, cousin. This biography on the History <laughs> Channel. this documentary called Man of Steel. <laughs> the reenactment was a little weird, but, you know, overall yeah. it was they pretty say, good. They, they presupposed a lot of details yeah. <laughs> about his early life. Um, but I mean, they said he was a reporter, which like, how ridiculous is that? I mean, obviously, I mean, an assistant maybe, but not a reporter. reporter. No, never. Um, so, but Jean and Alex get back into the city, you know, after they do their, you know, like, no, Alex, you can't come. She's like, but I want to. All right, you can come. Fine. Yeah. I'm going to, why not? Um, I may be a huge green Martian, but I'm not going to fight you. Right. And you know what? I'll use my mind control powers to uh, save you. So it's all good. Or not. Uh, so, but Jean apparently looks like she's, he kicks Indigo's butt. Like, yeah. amazing. Yeah. Phased right through her. Punched mm-hmm. her in the back. Awesome. That was awesome. That was That's what awesome I've been waiting for since episode seven. Yes. I've been waiting for him to face you somebody and punch him in the face uh, or punch him in the back. Oh, so cool. Yeah, it was great. And then so... She got, and then he spun her around real fast, and she flung, and there's a real, expo- real explosion. Yes. Um, a really big explosion. Yes. Um, and then she t 1000 herself. Yes. And I was like, oh, this is not going not gonna to go well, sir. Uh-uh. No. Mm-mm. No. Um, I like, does it make her too powerful? I mean, she's Brainiac. So can she be too powerful? Because like Brainiac, Arguably, yes, uh, Brainiac is is overpowered to begin with. Yeah, she's a version of Brainiac. a version of Brainiac. She is she is. I I th- I didn't think she was overpowered here. No, I I like certainly. If you've seen Terminator Two, spoiler, mm-hmm. obviously, which was 
Yeah, that, that was that was a really cool. Yes, it was very much T one thousand. Yeah, it was very cool. I'm just going to reassemble myself, you yeah, know, and no then problem. stab you because apparently your body armor does nothing. <laughs> apparently, it does or, nothing. Or, or this is, yeah. I mean, I think I don't know. Like someone said, <laughs> so because like someone said because like he was phased, like he looked like Jean, so he looked like he had a t shirt on. And I'm like, but then why would his Body armor, yeah. Not like I, I took it that that th- this was just something that could penetrate that armor. Oh yeah, right. It's I not like think of that impenetrable armor. This is like she is she is also alien. She is able to 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 penetrate it for you know whatever reason. Like because because this is stronger than whatever his armor is made of. You know, you made an excellent point. You have I recant my decision. I win the day. I still say that her half braided hair looks dumb. <laughs> it's a little strange. I'll, it, I'll give I, you that. I, it's just pick one. Yeah. Pick one indigo. Yeah. You're doing the halves thing. I, I'm really. They really have Laura Vandervoort like doing the all blue thing. Like that's gonna be a tough gig. Yeah. Yeah. Like in her first appearance, we saw her at least be look like Laura Vandervoort half the time. Like yep, or part of the time before she went all blue. But this time it was like we didn't get to see. She wasn't in as much as the episode though. That's so true. It the same amount of time. That's uh, yeah. That's valid. Down, but. Anybody that's got to paint up their face and blah, blah, blah. And I was looking, and I was like, that suit cannot be comfortable. Oh, hell no. Like, she, like it's it's got that like it's got that feel where you know like it doesn't stretch the way you want it to to sit mm-hmm, down, mm-hmm. you know, because it's all one piece. So in one pieces, it's always very, when they're that tight, it's very strange to sit down in them. And so she, that's definitely a, I'm going to stand all day kind yeah, of. Yeah. You know, I'm sure she can sit, but I'm sure it's not like, I'm going to slouch in the chair sure. kind of yeah. costume. Good for her. That's can't be, can't be fun. Yeah. Commitment to the craft. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's fun to play dress up, but at the same time. <laughs> to a point. Yeah. Commitment to the draft. Yeah. Um, do you think that Supergirl um, inspiring Max Lord to, do you think that Supergirl inspiring Max Lord is n- dumb or great? Uh, no, I like it. I do too. I, I just, like it. I just wanted to give you options. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, I pick Colin B. I like it. Um, I think I, I think it's because he has been such a hard to redeem character this whole season. Um, it was nice to see him get something, some some small form of redemption, where he is, even though he is basically the villain, a villain, um, <clears throat> not as bad as non, but but pretty close. Mm-hmm. Um, it was nice to see him get some small kind of redemption where he is. Well, particularly since in the comics, Max Lord started out as a good, as a good guy. As a good guy, yeah. it was only very recently. Um, in this, even in this book that we recommended, it's only very recently that he is seen as a bad man. Yes. Um, yeah, before but that, for decades, decade, decades, I say, mm-hmm. you know, Justice League International and all that stuff. Yeah, probably he was thirty years before before he 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 was bad, a, he know? was a good guy. Yeah. yeah, wasn't a great guy, but he was a good guy. Yeah. Um, and so it's it's nice to see him have layers he's got the complexity of of i i keep saying he's like the the supergirls he's supergirls lex luther you know he's got complexity where lex luther and max lord also make some valid points you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. may not express them in the correct ways arguably but um but they certainly have valid fears that everybody shares yeah um in some capacity or another and it's just because 
shows or comics or movies or whatever, you're it's designed for you to root for the hero. That's right. That you're you know it's on their side. There's a great um, Brian Azzarello, Lieber Jamo story, the Luther Man of Steel comic where okay. it's it's have you ever read it oh Lex Luthor Man of Steel yeah yes, like, yeah, yes, yeah, yes. yeah it's the um yes oh that's a good story. yeah it's you know it's why it's the story of why Lex feels the way he does about Superman from his perspective and by the end of the story you really kind of are on Lex's side yeah it, I haven't wow, I've read that in like 10 years it's or more so good it's such a good book yeah, I really need to reread that. It's been a long time. I was I have it sitting on my shelf. If yeah, so oh, I've got it too. Yeah, I've got it too. Oh got well, it. then. Yeah. Well, what are you gonna do? Yeah. Um. Excellent. Excellent book. Well, yeah. Yeah. Good story. Yeah. It's very. Yeah. It's very good. Um. You know, Alex gets brought back to the the Kryptonian base. That's just a black room with a table in it. Mm-hmm. Um. Table. You know, because table. Budget, budget cuts, hey, table. <laughs> um, and you're like, no, please don't hurt people in in the things. <laughs> the people. For the people, before I am a human and you are a Kryptonian. Yeah. Please don't hurt the people. Um, yeah. And they're like, nah. And, you know, the whole big cat and cat and Supergirl and Max have the plan. And you're like, we will use Supergirl to inspire hope with this old antique station where <laughs> yeah. that uses analog instead of digital. Yes. And three-fourths of the audience members go, I don't know what the difference is between what those two things. Mm-hmm. And I went, I appreciate that because I know what the difference is between <laughs> I, yes, those I two too. things. And I had the same thought. I was like, I feel like this is lost on a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But maybe, but I guess people will at least get like, okay, this is an old timey TV station and there's something about it that's not modern, I it, guess. Explain to the good people what the difference between analog and digital is. Okay. Uh, well, it's complicated. But so you you recall that before there was cable, there were, I recall no such time. Right. No, I'm just kidding. So before there was cable, there were just antennas, right? The same mm-hmm. way you get t- uh, radio in your car with an antenna. Mm-hmm. Not satellite radio, just regular AM or FM radio with an antenna. TV was, used to be broadcast exactly the same way. Mm-hmm. Rabbit ears. Rabbit ears, right? That's that, That's kind of the old-fashioned idea of television. That's how. That's the only television there was until like the late 70s. And then by the 80s, everyone had cable. Um, so that's how TV always was. And uh, you can still get that. That's still an option. In fact, that's how I receive television in mm-hmm. my home. Um, and it's great because I don't pay a cable company. I just pay for internet. You just put a bunch of rabbits on Lots of on rabbits. Wire. And they just multiply all yeah. over my house. Weird. Yep. Um, yeah, but somehow you get TV mm-hmm. from yeah, that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Magic. Um, circle of life. It's excellent. So, yeah, that's uh, that they're basically talking about. And it's more complicated than that. There is actually analog and digital even when it comes to rabbit ears but mm-hmm. let's that, to keep it simple he's talking about old-fashioned rabbit ear television um that that they're going to broadcast from this old station um that that cat owns so yeah that's that's the idea that's the idea there and, mm-hmm. and they're saying well not a lot of people are going to see it but whoever can at least at least they will yeah at least at least whoever's able to, to see it will see it exactly mm-hmm. exactly and maybe there'll be a symbol of hope that will transcend what's happening and people will come to their senses and join the revolution do you hear the people sing singing the songs of angry drones Ooh, they're all good. drones yeah, good good yeah Shh. shut up boy do you want to get sued <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right so uh where do we go from there um we go to um well we learned that max gave 
you know, the earrings a little earlier and, mm-hmm. you know, Kat asks him, you know, like, oh, why did you give me the earrings? And he's like, oh, well, I took a chance on love. He didn't say that. I <laughs> paraphrased. But it's basically, but basically it. It's basically it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she's like, ooh, how you doing? Except mm-hmm. that I'm also paraphrasing. I'm I'm reading into this a lot. Yeah. yeah. I, I, but I'm with you. I'm with yeah. you. There is definitely some sexual tension there. Mm-hmm. So then, um, so then um, events events happen and Kara is going to have to fight uh drone Alex in a Kryptonian battle suit mm-hmm. with her kryptonite sword mm-hmm. which is awesome epic it looks so cool it looks amazing she looks incredible and supergirl so, looks pretty good so too cool. yeah. and it, it felt like yeah well yeah and it felt like it really felt like the end of a comic it felt like, oh my god, I can't wait for the next issue to I, see what how this ends. I, right? No, I agree. You know? This is one of the first episodes, really, where I was like, no, you can't stop the episode there. Keep going, keep going. Yeah, because yeah. normally it kind of wraps, right? Yes. But this was a true cliffhanger. Like, yeah, like we saw them lunge at one another, and then uh, end of episode. It looks amazing. Oh, so good. Know what it reminded me of? Did you ever see Edge of Tomorrow with Emily Blunt Live and Tom repeat. Cruise? Yes, also known as the real title, Edge of Tomorrow. Lived, I repeat. You know what? When you go into IMDb, it's still Edge of Tomorrow. So it's Edge as of much tomorrow. as they wanted to Get somehow re- change the title after they released it. So dumb. <laughs> Just call it Edge of Tomorrow. The title makes perfect sense. It's fine. Yeah. He is on the threshold of entering a new tomorrow. Right. And he repeats the same day over and over again, so he can't get to tomorrow. But Lived, I repeat, kind of is a better. More marketable title. Uh, arguably, yes, because it has three periods in it, and everyone loves a good period. That is true. Um, a period piece, if you will. Uh, yes, indeed, but it's not a period piece, although it's in the future. Is a period? Can you do period pieces in the future? Sure. Or is that just science it's fiction? It's period. Yeah. It's science fiction. It is. We're crossing genre boundaries here. I don't Come know what we can do. Right, exactly. Um, but anyway, so the female protagonist in that, Rita, played by Emily Blunt, wears, they all wear, like, these big exosuits. Oh, I get And she's I guess. got a giant sword that she wields to fight it, the aliens in that. And, and that, like was, that was my first thought when I watched that. I was like, oh, my God, she's wearing she's wearing that suit, but it's a kryptonite sword, and it looks amazing. I'm now a, that you pointed out, I totally see the resemblance. I do. Yeah. Yeah. It's, hmm, this is the one thing missing from The Shining. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kryptonian yeah. battle suits. The one thing missing the one from thing. the shining. Wow. Um yeah, so that's it. So um I am so pumped for next week. Yeah, super pumped. Um I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about the trailer no, no, yet. We won't we won't we won't want to talk about it. Just saying, the next episode is the finale. I can't believe this is the we're gonna do this one more time in season one. In season one. Is that we're gonna be in post season wrap up? Post season, yeah. Um, and we have exciting things hopefully planned for that, so so stay tuned in the postseason. But yeah, this is this is our penultimate season one podcast. Yeah, um, which is hard to believe. But uh, it's been a good nineteen episodes. Yes, with you. it has. Oh, likewise, likewise, my friend. Actually, uh, it hasn't because it's been a good seventeen episodes with you because you weren't here for two of them. But we did like a bunch before. Oh, yeah, I started. Know. So it's been a good indeterminate amount of episodes with you. <laughs> Twenty something. I really, I really uh, backtracked on that. You sure did, but I'm glad they were good, no matter what. Yeah. Um, <laughs> any any thoughts before we close this up and then then uh, come back to talk about uh, trailers? Uh, yeah, my cat Grant quote of the week. Ah. Um, I'm I'm sure we have the same one. Okay, I have see. no question about this whatsoever. Okay, give me. Kieran, call Harrison Ford and tell him I'm flattered, but I don't date older men, especially when they're married. Ding. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I yeah. heard I heard Harrison Ford and I thought this is Frank's. <laughs> I, I like doubled over with yeah. laughter the second she said Harrison Ford. I didn't even hear the rest of the quote. I had to rewind yeah, to, to hear yeah. it. Oh, I've been now. You know me. I love a good meta joke. Yeah, like anything that pokes fun of itself, I'm game for. Sure, it's great. But I also love Harrison Ford. <laughs> and so if you're yes. going to poke fun at Harrison Ford mm-hmm. at the same time, how do you think he reacted to that? For those of you who don't know, Close to is married to Harrison Ford. Right. That's the joke. Um, but um, the how, do you think he do you think he knew? Or that he cared, or I don't think he knows just, or cares. I'm just Harrison Ford. And I don't think he knows. Just you can make fun of me all you want. I, I don't think to this day I he knows helicopters. So I, I don't care. I, I don't think he's aware that he was referenced on the show. I don't think he you knows. Don't think he no, cared. no, no. I don't think he knows or cares. I think he's a good husband. I think he might watch his wife's show. He, he may, because good husband, yes, I'm sure, but I don't think he watches the show. You don't think that he no, watches I her don't. work? No, I don't think he gives a crap about television or movies. I don't, really don't. No, I think he does. I don't. I, don't. I think he does. Anything I've ever seen him in, uh, in any interviews I've ever seen him in, and granted, you know, so how he is in an interview is different than who he is in real life, but mm-hmm. I, I, uh, I never got the sense that he gave a crap about anything on TV or in like. The fact that he's in movies is a miracle that he's in like like that he is to on. him. It's just like this is the job that I do. It's a and job. I work into that, and then it's I go job. home, and it's just my job. It's, yeah, it's, it's it's a job. It's not. I don't think he has a great passion for film. Hmm, that's a good point. But I, but even if he had a great passion for it or not, you don't think he'd support his wife by watching the show? Like, would she not go to see Star Wars in the theaters? I, that I don't know. I mean, she probably goes to the premieres with him, right? So like, she ends up seeing it. But like, right. but I don't think that. I don't think so. Well, um, if Harrison you, Ford, if you, we know you listen, so if you could uh, call us, there you go, and let us know. That'd, that'd be would awesome. Be, that would be great. Waiting for you, Harry. Mm. Uh, yeah, that was mine. But I also liked her quote. Um, she gave the, the whole uh, mentor monologue. To, yes, that was fantastic. Had, Supergirl. She actually end. had a quote right after the Harrison Ford one that I also really liked oh. that I didn't write down because I knew that was going to be mine. So I, okay, I didn't write any more down. Not the one to Max where she said like, uh, what what's they always say? Cockroaches always survive the apocalypse. Uh, yeah, that, that was that, a good one. That was fine. Um, she had a few good ones. Yeah, uh, but the one I was thinking of is during that monologue, that mentorship monologue. She says, um. Like, Hope starts with an H, stupid. No, just kidding. Is that what she said? It's not no. soap. Yeah. God. <laughs> um, no, she says, uh, we just need you to be Supergirl with n- nothing else, or no one ever asked you to be anything more than that. Um, very, very inspiring, uh, touching speech that she gives there. Um, she had a few like qu- very quippy, quick, almost throwaway lines that were so funny. Mm-hmm. She had a bunch. Yeah, she was she was on top point. She was on fire. Yes, she was. Um, no, it's going to be on fire. Everything next week. Oh my god! Everything. So let's talk about the trailer. All right. Well, let's let's sign off before we do that. For people who don't want to hear the uh, don't want to hear the uh, the spoilers for next week. We're not really spoilers, but the trailer stuff for next week. Um, thanks so much for listening. You can find us on the internet. You can email us at supergirltvtalk at gmail dot com. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at tv supergirl. Uh, find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, um, all the uh, all the great places to find podcasts. Um, the Satchel Player, um, Overcast, and make sure to you know recommend us on Overcast and leave us uh, reviews and ratings. Um, you know, five stars would help. Um, on on all the other places, um, like iTunes, where you can leave a review like this one. 
I have one for you oh. right here. It's uh, Case Swart- Swartwood. It's like Smartwood, but with a W. Oh. Swartwood. Super entertaining. Great Five stars. Great chemistry between the hosts. They always make me laugh and are very knowledgeable about all things Supergirl. Well, thank you. Your wood is very swart. Yes. Yes. So we appreciate that. May the swart words. be with you. Oh, yes. The swarts. What? what? I see her sport is as big as mine. Yogurt. I hate yogurt. <laughs> Even with strawberries. <laughs> All right. So if you're not sticking around for trailer talk, then bye. Thanks for listening. If you are. Oh, my God. Wow. It looks so good. <laughs> Why tell me about it? <laughs> Sucked all the joy right out of sister me. Sister against sister. <laughs> In this corner, hailing from the planet Krypton. She thinks hope starts with an S. <laughs> um, I'm not going to do the other side. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, sister against sister. Um, That's what the S stands for. Sister. Jean, Jean and Supergirl teaming up to fight at Fort Roz versus mm-hmm. Indigo and Non. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe some other Kryptonians or other alien beasts lurking around. Fantastic uh, beasts. Mm-hmm. And we and will know where to find them. That's where we'll find them. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the story is a little slightly unrelated, but um, it's going to be fun. I love the diversion. I thought so. Um, so I was in uh, school today. Oh, and uh, I, kids, some kids were talking about Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. And uh, and one uh, one student was like, "I don't care about the movie. I because it doesn't have Harry Potter in it. If he would go back in time to the 1920s, then I would care about it. Like he's a wizard, just go back in time." And another kid was like, "All the time turners were destroyed in book five. Like read the lore." Yep. Well, that that'd be my answer. <laughs> Read the lore. Read the lore. Yep. So if you have a question about anything that comes up for us, and we're not here to answer that question for you, just read the lore. Read the lore, guys. Read the lore. Read the That's lore. what it's there for. <laughs> oh my goodness! That should be hard for our in stock trade spots. It should be like you want to read the, the lore? lore. Here's how to do it. Oh, it absolutely will. <laughs> oh man. Yep. From now until they decide not to sponsor us anymore. <laughs> Oh, man. oh, you guys. All right. Um, yeah, I'm looking. I mean, it, it just showed a lot of different fights. It did. Um, it looks very action-packed, very exciting. Um, I think it's going to be a real good last episode. Do you think we're going to end with a resolution with Supergirl yeah. Saves the Day? Or do you think we're going to end on another cliffhanger? I think we're going to end up on a resolution that saves the day. But I think we're going to get a Project Cadmus. Mm. Like season two. Like You know what I mean? Yep. Th- like, like she will have saved the day, but but it won't be like unhappily ever after. It will be like, and then something happens to her, or something happens to someone that she has to. I think there's going to be a big emotional heart pull, yeah. And I'm not sure what it yeah. is exactly, yeah. but I think they've got a trick up their sleeves that we're not ex- that we're not ready for. I think because right. the show has it's a lot of heart, and I think they're going to punch us in the heart before it's over. Yeah, I think you might be right. I think you might be right. Um, I hope I, they don't. If they kill John Jones because he's too expensive, I'm going to flip my. I'm going to flip. You know, I really thought that he was going to go. Uh, I kind of thought that, that they were going to kill him in this episode. Um, I was I was worried, but the finale is directed by Larry Tang, mm-hmm. um, which is which is always fun. We we were big fans of Larry, mm-hmm. so um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I and Larry wants to email us and tell us <laughs> anything he wants to tell Larry, us. Larry, Larry, um, so. yeah. The story's by Kreisberg and Ali Adler, so hmm. should be um, should be good stuff. I, I, yeah, I, I think there will be cliffhangers. I think there will be cliffhangers, and I think we will th- see things change. I think there's there'll be some kind of cliffhanger, yeah. um, certainly because you want people to come back, but. From where we're sitting, we don't know if the show's coming back, you know, and so I don't know what, how that reflects on them and how they want to wrap up a season. Yeah, um, sh- you know, shows that are not renewed before the before the end of their tenure, you know, does that you want to wrap up a little bit more or less? I don't know. Yep, yep. We shall see. Yeah, there is much to be seen. Oh. It's exciting stuff. Extremely. Well, looking forward to coming back next week and talking about the finale with you guys. Um, any thoughts on this uh, this episode? Any follow up? Uh, email us, and uh, we'll be back. I thought you were asking me for. Fo- <laughs> Do you have any final thoughts? Any closing was, thoughts? This was one of my. I think one of my. Remember how I said I was a wordsmith and I was on vacation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Still am. Okay. Um, this is one of my. I liked this episode. Smith, one of the Smith best. The words. This episode was one of the best that I liked, and maybe my pocket of good things. Okay. Yes. Put okay. it in the good pocket. Good. Very good. All right. Excellent. All right. Well, until next time. Up, up, and away.